Van Batham joins me from The Guardian. Good morning to you, Van. Good morning. I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's hilarious. Isn't he good? He's really good. Yeah, he's really well, good. He's got a good attitude. He's a good guy. Yeah, I have a bit of a man crush, I have to say. Um, and uh, I like the uh, one of the latest movies that he's in. Probably not suitable for kids under 15, considering that it also... <laughs> uh, the hitman's bodyguard's wife, it also features... Uh, the bloke who says, mother, you know what, about 2,000 times in the film. But anyway, it's good fun. Samuel L. Jackson, check it out. <laughs> like I say, Van, we can't be serious all the time. We have to uh, get a bit of levity in these COVID times, do we not? Well, as somebody who's been through, I I'm losing count, what, 70 billion lockdowns between mm. Victoria and Sydney. Yeah. You know, nonsense keeps me alive, I've got to say. Like... Yeah. It gets late. I put on a comedy. I sink into it. I, I have such gratitude for all the people who've been making TV and movies throughout all of this to keep us all entertained. Well, you've been busy. You've been writing about right-wing nut jobs. Oh, I really have. Um, I've <laughs> the been extreme writing, ones. The extra, let me just clarify. The extremists we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the extremists. Not your standard right-wing nut jobs. I'm <laughs> talking about your hardcore right-wing nut jobs. Um, in fact, I, I had a little more appreciation for, for your standard right-wing nut jobs for resisting the lure of, of terrorism, basically, mm. that... Um, that so many are getting involved in, especially in the United States of America, but all over the world, yeah. because of the rise of internet conspiracy cults and the absolutely terrible influence that they have on people. Yeah, I mean, there are many of them, uh, and I I don't think that, sadly, we've uh, we've not had them infiltrate us here at Australia. Uh, <laughs> there are a couple of names that come to mind, uh, and unfortunately, um, there's a lot of money behind them as well, Van. Well, this is the thing. See, so you have a community of people who are so gullible, they can be mobilised into doing anything. And this is what we found with the, the QAnon People like the the QAnon people believe and invest in ideas which are just manifestly untrue because they want to believe them. They want to believe that the world is as simple as a fight between darkness and light and good and evil. And there's like an evil secret cabal of bad guys who do everything bad, and everybody else, you know, if you're on the right side, you can be a patriot and fight them, you know. And of course, the, the world isn't like that. The, the, the thing is, though, a, a group of people who are willing to believe things that are absolutely not true, yep. they're very politically useful to some very, you know, to political operatives mm -hmm. who want to have, like, a community of people who you just have to know which buttons to press to get them to do anything. And we saw that happen in on January 6th in the United States, yes. where there are a lot of QAnon believers and, you know, three percenters and oath keepers and people from these sort of <laughs> strange communities that have these extremist beliefs yeah. that people were willing to sort of unleash and deploy in the service of of a political target. Mm. And it's it's really frightening. It's really frightening stuff. And they hide behind, you know, Confederate flags or United States of America flags and perhaps even here in Australia, some of them are hiding behind uh, patriotic ideals of Australian flags or, you know, Eureka Stockade flags and the rest of it, Van. Oh, literally my favourite are the community of these people who call themselves patriots and yeah. then turn up to Australian protests with American flags. <laughs> 
I'm like, you have a very interesting interpretation of what patriotism means. Uh, that's uh, that's curious. They had them at the anti-lockdown protest yeah. in in Melbourne and Sydney, <laughs> marching with American flags. And if it wasn't a potentially lethal super spreader event that would lead to the avoidable deaths of vulnerable people, it would have been funny. Uh, but it's not funny. It's deadly serious. And you can see the effect of it in the United States. There are articles every day about unvaccinated people who have caught coronavirus. And these aren't people unvaccinated because of, oh, I don't know, a completely disastrous vaccine rollout, mixed messages and government incompetence. In America, the Biden administration has been really on top of the vaccine rollout. Vaccines available to everybody everywhere. But you have this massive vaccine refusing community because it's become like an article of, of faith on, uh, you know, in conservative circles that you yeah. don't take the vaccine. And of course, people are, are dropping like flies. Like there are, well, there was a terrible story in the New York Post yesterday about an, a man who'd had a stroke and could not get into an emergency ward and, and had tried 43 hospitals, this is mm. what the Post said, um, yeah, right. but he couldn't get in because all of these wards were full of coronavirus patients. And this is the problem. Like you have, if you, it's very tempting to laugh at these sort of extremist movements, but these are very dedicated people who just churn out propaganda 24-7 and it gets shared and people get, you know, people see things that look like news and aren't news. And, you know, if you're not a digital native, if you didn't grow up on social media, yeah. we know this from studies that people can be re- really susceptible to influence online, especially if it comes from someone they know. Mm. And you might have that dodgy uncle or whatever, but, you know, if he's sowing, like, sowing doubts about things like vaccines, sometimes people believe them. All right. Uh, should we be worried here in Australia? Um, you know, we've got a federal election on the way. I, I do worry about right-wing extremists infiltrating uh, perhaps the results or, or people spending millions upon millions of dollars to try and alter a result. Uh, those perhaps with uh, some strange ideas. You know who I'm looking at here, big boy? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in Australia, we can be really confident that we have some protections the United States doesn't have, one of which is compulsory voting, which is wonderful, because it means that a political in, in America, the temptation for the Republican Party is to play to the extremist caucus, you know, and of this community. And you can see it in the kind of um, candidates that they're electing, yeah. that their party is losing its moderates and is being filled out with extremists, because extremists pretty easy to manipulate in many yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that here. Like, all the political parties here have to speak to the majority of Australians, of the actual majority of Australians, if they want to form a majority. And that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, there are many things about our political culture that are safe checks on the kind of stuff we're seeing in America. But at the same time, you know, all of the lockdowns in Australia, people stuck inside, people consuming vast amounts of nonsense on social media. We are now the fourth the, the country with the fourth largest QAnon community and those anti-lockdown protests. So yeah. People are turning up in QAnon t-shirts and these are people with really disturbing beliefs. And, you know, in, in other parts of the world, in Germany, in Japan, in Israel, like they're everywhere. QAnon is in 70 countries now. And there have been incidents where people get so amped up on yeah. all this propaganda that they're consuming online that they decide to take things, take you know, this war against good and evil, which is 
totally made up yeah. into their own hands Dear and idea. they become violent and we have to keep an eye on it for the safety of the community. Well, absolutely. And the overwhelming majority of Australians think that this is nonsense. Mm. Quite, we have to understand it, otherwise nonsense becomes dangerous. Well, that's right. Van, uh, what's the name of the book you're writing about this? The book is called QAnon and On. <laughs> QAnon and On. On and On. Okay, uh, a I'm short and shocking history of the internet conspiracy cult. I right. spent a year undercover with these people um, Ooh, online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love it. And um, uh, it, I learned some really interesting things, but All it's right. uh, the broader research around it. it. It's a wild story. It's a really wild story. No boring bits in my book, I've got to say. I love it. Um, I had some nights where I was like, have I really taken this on? And I did. Yeah. And it comes out in November, and I'd love you all to read it. Absolutely. Uh, we'll talk further about it as we get closer. Um, we'll put some links up and all the rest of it on our oh, socials. Always well, good to talk to you. Available for pre-order. Just have a bit of a Google. Good on you, Van. Thank you so much. All right, take care, darling. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. There she is. She's wonderful. Van Badham from The Guardian, Australia. She writes many articles for them, and uh, she's an author and a playwright and just a a wonderful uh, addition to our program.